You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. Now, the Franchise NBA Insider Show. Jerry Ramsey and John Hamm break down the NBA and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Stats, analysis, and opinions from the peak to the locker room to the road. No one has you covered like the franchise NBA insiders. The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. You are listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show. During a time where the Thunder have not played basketball in almost two months. Brady Trantham here. Madison Morris pressing buttons. What's going on? In studio, our good friends, our partners, John Hamm and Jerry Ramsey are near Kingfisher. Can't remember where exactly, but I'm sure they will tell us. Somewhere like that. Hey, how's it going? There they are. Hey, look who it is. Well, we're getting some technical issues sorted out here. There's some gremlins. I don't. Have you ever seen the movie Gremlins? I have seen the movie Gremlins. Actually, it was quite yeah. freaky. How have you seen that movie and not Anchorman? I I don't know. It was that higher. is wild, Madison. How do you allow that to happen? It was higher on my priority list, to be totally honest, because Gremlins is like a classic. You know? All right, laps, do push-ups now. All right, be right back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys, listen, we are live today from Maynard Ford Oak Arch. Can you hear Jerry at all? Not we, at in all. In the background. I don't yet. think you can. No, we're, we're, we're sort of got some issues here. Jerry and I are out at Maynard Ford here in Oak Archie, and uh, we are out here from 10 to noon today. Uh, so uh, they are having their tractor company spring kickoff ride and drive event. Uh, they'll be giving away a truck. <laughs> I and guess, he's gone. I guess those gremlins just don't want us to know what they're giving away. <laughs> they're not going to tell us what they're giving away, y'all. Um, yeah. Thunder basketball. Thunder insider show on the franchise. And not two minutes in, technical difficulties. But Madison, you and I are somewhat pros at this. I mean, I hope so. We're on the radio. Honestly, I feel like we've done pretty good. We've done some post-game shows. We do a podcast. Like, we can talk to the people all day. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, the OKC82 podcast. Uh, Madison and I recorded an episode... Uh, what was it, yesterday or two days ago? I can't remember. That was two days ago. Wait. Yes, yeah, two we, days ago because yeah, it was on Thursday. Yeah, I don't we, even know what There are still some Thunder topics to talk about. Um, I guess recently, we'll just stick with the Thunder for a second. Give John and Jerry a few minutes to figure out whatever the heck's going on down there. Or up there. I don't, I, I don't I, know where I don't have a map in front of me. Uh, I've got that, that John Ham geography knowledge right now. <laughs> um, Thunder lose three assistant coaches this offseason. Uh, Bob Byer last week, uh, assistant coach that came, came on from Detroit, uh, spent one year this past season with the Oklahoma City Thunder, moved on to join Luke Walton's staff at Sacramento with the Kings. And then earlier this week, Mark Bryant, longtime assistant Mark Bryant, who goes back to the Seattle Supersonic days, and Darko Ryakovic, who has been in the organization since 2012, I believe. He came up as the Tulsa 66ers head coach. Uh, both of those guys leave Oklahoma City to join Monty Williams' staff, his new staff, with the Phoenix Suns. So a lot of uncertainty moving forward in this offseason with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And there are reports out there that, uh, particularly from Shams, uh, the Athletic, that the Thunder are going to be... They're interested in potentially giving away their first-round draft pick to... Uh, ease the burden of adding on 
a guaranteed contract. Mm -hmm. You've got that uncertainty. Uh, you've got the uncertainty with the staff. I mean, Billy Donovan has three spots to um, address. You've got the uncertainty with Billy Donovan himself going into what we know as his final year of his of his deal. So perhaps these guys, these assistant coaches thought, we want the job security or maybe Phoenix, maybe Sacramento offered mm -hmm. more years, more money, and they just couldn't say no. That's always a possibility as well. Yeah. But Madison, um, you hate to say, like for Thunder fans, you hate to just say, oh, let's just run it back. It'd be that simple with a team that – Three-fourths of the year played really well. That last one-fourth of the year, they were so bad, and then they got beaten five by the Portland Trailblazers in the playoffs in the first round once again for the third year in a row. You hate to say Yikes. it, just run it back, but um, the continuity is not going to be there, and then the uncertainty of Billy Donovan's future is also not going to be there, So, or that's going to be there. So moving forward, it's it's not looking very pretty for the Thunder, but a lot of that can change with the draft and free agency in July. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that could change. I think a lot of things are really up in the air for the Thunder right now. And, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think this could be just, like, a minor case for them to be able to rebuild. Uh, yeah, they've had a little bit of disappointment in the past three seasons. So, you know, maybe I really think this organization is strong enough and smart enough to pull something out, um, especially when it's crunch time and it's about to, or the season's about to start. So there could be so much change coming to the Thunder right now, and it could be for the better. So I think people can stay optimistic about that. Uh, but also, we do have John and Jerry back, I believe, if you guys are there. Say hi. All right. You want to try this again? Hey, oh, yeah. Let's look, run, at, look who it is. Let's run there it back. There we go. There's Jerry. <laughs> There's Jerry. I was just describing the stuff they're giving away. <laughs> yes. Give it away. Give it okay. away. Give it away now. Hey, John. Now listen. Which, listen. First of all, you guys both do a podcast, and you do a great job. Uh, we'll fix all this in post-production. Don't yeah. even worry about the beginning <laughs> of the show. We will fix this in editing. Second of all, uh, I heard how good John was describing what we were doing out here at Maynard Ford, and I pulled the plug on him. There's no way <laughs> that I'm going to let him do my job. Here we go. Uh, we're live today from Maynard Ford in Okarchi for the first annual Maynard Ford and Tractor Company's Spring Kickoff Ride and Drive event. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're giving away a ton of stuff, a trigger grill, Aishin's chicken. They're hey, giving mm. away. That's right up the street. They're giving it away, John. Yes. Hey, hey Traeger grills are badass. I have one. They're awesome. Do you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're off. Yeah. they're. Uh, you plug them in. They use wood pellets. They can smoke. Uh, Madison, you've had some of the meat that we grilled at my yes. OU tailgate. Yes. So, so good. They're well, okay. Yeah, Madison, awesome. you have. John and... John and I have. I have it, invited I you. Fine. I have invited both of you to my tailgate, but you guys have uh, uh, better things to do. We have families. Yeah, no. well, I, I work. Y'all are missing out. Okay. I, and I don't want to be the only guy with no hair there. Um, they got a bounce house, uh, and they're going to be joined by Papa Bear Shaved. Uh, why are we leaving? Why? I know. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we'll be doing all this while you guys talk about uh, assistant coaches that aren't there anymore at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Honestly, uh, we might just pack up and come down there with you guys then. Don't forget, uh, and remember, it's right here on Karchi, just a, a block, not even a block away from uh, from uh, Aishans. Yeah. So you can walk there from here. Uh, brand new expeditions for uh, 9500 off MSRP, uh, APR for 60 months. Uh, get out of here. They got tractors, they got trucks, all kind of stuff. We'll be telling you through the next couple of hours why you need to get out here and buy a tractor or a truck. Uh, heard you guys uh, while we were going through our technical stuff, and Brady, you were talking about the, the exodus that's going on off the bench of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, you uh, wrote an article about some names that 
are kind of attached to Billy Donovan uh, that are coaching out right now. Uh, there's some fun names that you threw out there, uh, Mike Miller, Kendrick Perkins, and all those guys. But when when you went through your research, who were some of the guys that you actually think, oh, look, there's something to pay attention to here. This guy might actually be on the bench next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, shout out to our intern, Zach, for helping me out with the um, research here. I couldn't have done this without him. He did a really good job. Um, he pointed me in the direction of a lot of these names. Um, I would say, because it's, it's funny, I put him in the maybe, maybe not section of the article. Uh, Larry Shiat is a guy that I've... I, I would be intrigued if Billy Donovan and the Thunder would be able to pry him from Dallas's staff um, under Rick Car- Carlisle. It's in the realm of possibility. I mean, the Thunder just had three coaches pried from their staff, and the Thunder have been a highly successful. They've been way more successful than Dallas in the last uh, few seasons, even though I know they've got Luka and Chris Porzingis moving forward. Uh, but Larry Scheidt's a guy that obviously has a really good background, a lot of uh, a background with Billy Donovan, of course, so there, there could be that continuity, that familiarity on the staff. But he's also a guy that if Presty had to, if he had to pull the trigger at some point with Billy Donovan and let him go because the Thunder stumble out of the gate next season and they don't extend him before between now and then, he's a guy that you could easily just slide into an interim role. He's been the head coach at the University of Wyoming. Uh, any guy that's on um, Rick Carlisle's staff probably knows the X's and O's. And then, of course, I, I didn't mention these people in any of my um, in my article, but Anybody from the Spurs staff, and that kind of goes without saying, we all know Sam Presti loves the Spurs. Coming from the Spurs, wants to model the Thunder after the Spurs organization. Um, would be really cool to see like a Becky Hammond come over um, and po- potentially be the first female head coach in NBA history with the Thunder, considering that they might need, <laughs> they might have a job opening at that spot. Um, other than that, it's really anybody's guess because it, you could say one of two ways. Try and get Billy Donovan people um, on staff for familiarity, but then that would be kind of an endorsement of adding Billy Don- or getting him an extension moving forward past this year, or get three guys that have no familiarity with Billy Donovan at all, because you think he's probably not going to be here after this season if a lot of the same things occur. John, uh, <laughs> why isn't anybody talking about Mo Cheeks? You know, I, I don't know his contract situation, to be honest. Uh, he might he may still be under contract um, with the team. It, it could be something as simple as that. Um, and so, you know, you, you talked about some of the guys there, Brady. Uh, you know, one guy that was brought up on the OKC Dream Team podcast was Brian Keefe, who uh, did some time in Oklahoma City. He followed Derek Fisher to New York. He was last on the Lakers staff. Um, so, I mean, there are – look, they're going to fill those roles. How much of a – I don't know, how, how great of an impact are they going to have? I don't know. I, I'm of a mind that assistant coaches, for the most part, are pretty interchangeable. So they're, they're going to fill the roles with some guys. If OKC stumbles next season, it's not going to be because of the assistant coaches. I absolutely think here that if you follow – and I like what kind of Brady went with that. If you follow what they do with the assistant coaches, you're going to see what they think about Billy Donovan. Sure. I really do. If yeah, exactly. Don- oh, if they, if yeah. they bring in Ty Lue, it's <laughs> – <laughs> you know. But, no, I, I, I do kind of wonder if they're not going to have – I mean, look, in an interim situation, could they put in Mo Cheeks? Sure. They've already got that in-house already, I yeah. think. And that's kind of what I'm thinking, too, is whenever they bring somebody in, pay attention. Can this guy be an interim or not? Because that's kind of where the Oklahoma City Thunder are right now. Uh, you look at uh, the instability of what they're doing with their assistant coaches, the one-year contract that Billy Donovan's left, and even the rumors out that they might trade their 21 uh, for relief 
right? And we'll talk about that here uh, probably in the next segment or two about that. I mean, right now, uh, the Thunder are not as stable as you might think. There's some cracks in the surfaces. So, 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa, live from Maynard Ford in Okarchie. It's the first annual Maynard Ford and Tractor Company's spring kickoff ride and drive event. Uh, come see their amazing inventory of new and pre-owned Ford Fusions, uh, 2016 Fusions, uh, starting at only $10,000. Maynard Ford of Ricarci is an amazing selection of Ford certified pre-owned vehicles uh, available today. Come on, check their inventory. Always, always enjoy free Aishin's chicken with any, what? With any test drive? I'll here that tractor right there. <laughs> yes. I'm going to drive that tractor right there with the box blade, and I'm going to get some chicken. Yeah. So, 1077 the franchise 1079 Goodness. in Tulsa. When we get when we get back, uh, we'll break down what's going on. A dynasty is coming to an end right in front of our eyes. We'll talk about that when we get back. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on 1077 the franchise 1079 in Tulsa. No one gets you closer to Sooner football. Oklahoma's new sound for sports. 1077, the franchise. I don't even know where you're sitting at. (laughs) 1077, the franchise. 1079 in Tulsa. John Hamm, Jerry Ramsey out here in Okarchi, Manor Ford. It's the first annual inaugural, right? That's first annual, correct? Whenever you say inaugural, if if you're going to do it in subsequent years, but yes. So if somebody says first annual, that means that they plan on doing they it. They plan it's, on making this an annual event. It's uh, the inaugural Maynard Ford and Tractor Company Spring Kickoff Ride and Drive event. Uh, did you hear? If you if you test drive something, you get free actions. What? Well, that's enough right there just to drive out here. There you go. So, uh, but come check out the Maynard Ford's famous uh, 1533 and 1620 tractor packages. Uh, they come with a tractor trailer, cutter, box blade, and more, starting at about 1999. Madison Morris back in studio. Brady Trantham back in studio. John Hamm and I out here in beautiful, wonderless, wonderfulless, wonderful Okarchi. Having a great time. Uh, and, and look, there's some shaved ice, a little bouncy house, and what have you. Uh, Madison, I'm going to start with you. Last night, the Toronto Raptors take a 3-1 lead over the uh, Golden State Warriors. And just as you're watching this game unfold, Madison, like what is going through your head as far as the uh, all-great dynasty that is Golden State and you see them crumbling in front of you? Did you hear that bumper I brought us back in with? Because that is exactly <laughs> what is going through my head as I'm watching the Golden State Warriors crumble in front of our eyes. Okay, but on the real, like, yes, that, I don't know. I think it's really cool what's happening right now because you're starting to see a new team emerge and it's not just about one team anymore. The past three years have been all about the Golden State Warriors and it's not I don't think it's like something infuriating but it's something that's kind of taking the lust away from the NBA for me personally just because I want to see someone else come out on top I want to see uh, another team be dominant I want to see another team kind of in the limelight I don't want it just to be about one team and then other teams saying like 
oh, well, you know, we can work our booties off all season, but it's just going to come down to the Warriors in the finals, and then they're just going to take away another ring. So right now, I think what the Raptors are doing in this series is absolutely phenomenal because they were down last night for a good portion of the first half of the game. And all of a sudden, we turn I turn my back away from the television for one second, and I look back, and they have like an 11-point lead. So it, I just thought last night was absolutely fantastic. It was great basketball being played, and uh, I'm, I'm very eager to see how this is going to unfold as they go back to Toronto for Game 5. I mean, Game 5 could be the final game, and Toronto could be walking away with their first title, and I just think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I talked to John Hamm on the drive up here and kind of got his thoughts of what, uh, what's going wrong with Golden State. What do you see was going wrong with Golden State? Oh, did you guys drive together? <laughs> That's so yes, cute. We drove, That's yeah, without, stop. Okay, we, we <laughs> both took the franchise van, which is prominently set up uh, to the right of us. So, yes, we jumped in the – just like John and I would uh, like to go camp in the woods. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> Two grown men. You know, nothing wrong. Today Two is grown actually, men on a weekend. Um, it's National <laughs> Best Friends Day today. What? <laughs> what is it again? It's National Best Friends Day today. I'm not making that up. Y'all, hey. uh, well, my best friend, my best friend got married last night. So, John, I am I so sorry. I don't, I don't have a best friend oh, anymore. Burn. Jerry, where's your, sel- where's your uh, Twitter selfie? You're slacking here. Um, nice, good call. This, this is my bad. So, I'm assuming we're talking about the finals. I was looking something up, uh, but yeah, <laughs> yes, we're talking I, about I said the finals. this. I said this three or four shows ago. First of all. Did you guys miss me? <laughs> it's my first show back in, what, two or three weeks? <laughs> Chisholm took my spot and did a great job. You were gone? Oh, uh, Hold on. This isn't Chisholm? Oh, <laughs> man. Damn it. <laughs> Chisholm Holland. No. Um, I said it three or four shows ago. At some point, not having Kevin Durant was going to bite Golden State. And I thought, even when I said that, I thought, okay, they'll lose a game or two against whether it be Houston against uh, Portland in the Western Conference Finals or in the finals that they had uh, made it that far. I did not think it would be to this extent. Now, Clay Thompson did miss a game, and who knows what difference that would have made if he didn't try to foul hunt and land awkwardly on um, when, when he came back down to earth on that jump shot. Um, there are some caveats, of course, but not having Kevin Durant, not having your full team um, at 100% or relatively 100% on the floor, it's going to affect you, and I've speaking of Chisholm. I've argued with Chisholm a few times on the radio and on our podcast OKC82 about is this Toronto Raptors team better than any of those Cleveland Cavaliers teams that Golden State had faced? And a lot of you know, he said, and a lot of people would say, well, what about the Cavs team that beat Golden State in 2016? Okay, it took Draymond Green to get suspended, Andrew Bogut to get hurt. All those things had to happen for Cleveland to barely scratch by and win. I really think Toronto is better than any of those Cavs teams. And a lot of it has to do with the fact, and Madison kind of alluded to it, she just, you know, she barely um, doesn't pay attention and then she looks up, they're up 11. Toronto has all these weapons that they can just make all these answers that Golden State will throw at them. Golden State will go on a quick 4 0, 6 0 run, and then Kawhi Leonard or Kyle Lowry or Danny Green will hit a shot and, and just suck the momentum out of Golden State so quickly. They have so many weapons that can just make all these answers, and Golden State hasn't been able to uh, answer the answer, and a lot of that is just because that seven-foot-tall guy that can hit any shot over anybody isn't on the floor. You mean Boogie Cousins, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John, I mean, the breakdown, we, you know, driving up here, you kind of broke down a, a, a couple of things for me. One, what's what, what, Steph Curry, right? Mm-hmm. Former MVP? Steph Curry, two-time MVP. Where's this guy at? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's here's the thing. You look at this finals, and I, and I brought this up. You know, Steph Curry got the got the ill-advised technical foul towards the end of uh, what was that game two? I believe game two in yes. Toronto. Um, you know, where, where the game was still a little bit up in the air. Uh, a Golden State went on to win. Andrea Godale hit that shot that they left him wide open for. Um, but then Steph has had some of these games. Like, I mean, the, the guy's basically bulletproof. Yeah. And he's the golden child. And so if that was Russell Westbrook doing this, I can't imagine the meltdown we'd be having on every national radio show right now. So, look, Steph deserves a lot of heat for Golden State being in this position. Yeah, he had the 47-point game. But they need more out of him. And even Kendrick Perkins, who is, by the way, like hosting World News Tonight, in addition to everything else, he's wanting it out, too. I mean, like, Steph has got to elevate his game to a certain level, and he hadn't been. So you look at – okay, now I was, I was talking to John about this. Look at the shot distribution last night for the Golden State Warriors. These are your Golden State Warriors. These are your perfect passing the ball, beautiful basketball, the way it should be played, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? You got, uh, let, let's go here, 22 shots taken by Steph Curry. Why not? That guy needs to take 22 shots. Made nine of them, two of nine. Uh, Clay Thompson, 70% Clay Thompson. I would argue 78% Clay Thompson. <laughs> uh, 18 shots, 11, 18. Just excellent game from Clay uh, coming off that injury. And then, okay, 22 and 18. Your next closest guy is eight shots by Kevon Looney. The guy with the broken, yeah. uh, whatever, whatever was going on C- with him. Cartilage or whatever. Something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight shots for him. And then three guys, Draymond Green, uh, Boogie Cousins, and Andre Iguodala, six shots apiece. That is not your ball movement like the what we're teaching everybody, all these kids, why the Golden State Warriors is a better team than anybody else in the NBA and stuff like that. This is, I mean, it, I mean, it's hero ball. I mean, I'm going to whisper this. Mm-hmm. This is hero ball. Am I and incorrect? Kevin Durant is, oh, wait, no, he's not out no, there. No, not out there. No, he's actually trying to be invisible he's, against a wall. He's literally not out there. <laughs> like, what? What? what is it about this calf injury that prevents him from sitting on the bench with his teammates? That's a hell of a point. There's that is a hell of a point. It's a really long calf, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's, some, there's some interesting stuff there. I mean, this is a month. With this calf injury, Serge Ibaka came back in three days. Beautiful, uh, the beautiful game that. Uh, Kidding about Ibaka, by the way. We're supposed to have a uh, God nice. Yes. That's, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this beautiful game we're supposed to be watching, Madison. It it it's sort of gone away. Have you have you noticed uh, that guys like Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala and Livingston aren't getting the ball moved to them as, as much as they have in the past? Yeah, some of these guys that you see from Golden State who really make a statement, usually when they're out there on the court, they're not having any of their shining moments which I know sounds a little bit cliche, but they're really not because they're not really doing anything super fantastic. Right now, Golden State is really uh, they're I mean, they're involving everybody that's out there. But Steph Curry is really the only one that comes to mind when I think of a guy who has actually like made a huge difference in some of these games. But then you look over at the Raptors side and you see guys like Kawhi getting uh, really good moments. You see guys like Serge Ibaka getting really good moments. It's just I don't know. This this Golden State team, it seems a little dysfunctional right now. And, yeah, they're dropping like flies with all the injuries. But, I mean, that's kind of to be expected with this time of the season. But at the same time, it just it doesn't seem like the same Golden State team. And that's why I'm very adamant at saying, like, something's going to happen with this team, whether they are able to come back from this 3-1 deficit or not. And, I mean, I'm very interested to see how that's going to play out next season. Well, and, and you look at it, Madison, I, I, everyone's focused on Kevin Durant, obviously. He's got a player option. He could become a free agent. He's going to basically every team, uh, according to who you listen to today. But, you know, you look at this Warriors team, some of the key players, you're talking about Livingston, I mean, that guy could retire this summer. Yep. 
Okay, Andre Iguodala, he knows that he's yeah, he knows when he's going to stop playing and it's going to be soon, uh, but he's getting up there. They have got some aging guys with a lot of miles on those tires. So yeah, I, you you talk about how they're going to have to uh, you know change things and some of that's going to happen you know, I think for them. But yeah, they're going to have to try to restock the roster with some younger guys with with limited tools to do that this offseason. So, you know, again, they, they've done a great job building up what they've built, a fantastic job. I don't doubt that they can reinvent themselves a little bit more. But, yeah, there could be some change this summer there. Brady, obviously, uh, Curry and Thompson are guys that uh, not only do the Golden State Warriors depend on, but actually have been taking the shots for them and, and keeping them going. Uh, who's that third guy? Who's that fourth guy? And it's hilarious that we're saying this about this, quote-unquote, stacked Golden State team. Well, it seemed like in the first half last night it was Sean Livingston. He hit every little pull-up mid-range jumper, but the sad thing is, is those are only worth two points, and you're not gonna you're not gonna depend on Sean Livingston to do that for an entire game in the finals. So, um, Andre Iguodala is not a guy that you depend on to hit shots. You depend on him to do all the other things, uh, move uh, ball movement, uh, cutting to the basket, and then playing solid defense on the perimeter um, against Toronto. DeMarcus Cousins is supposed to be that guy, but unfortunately for him, he had <clears throat> he had that injury early on in the first round, and he is clearly not the same. He, he's at least not at the same stamina uh, conditioning level that is required um, for his athleticism and this stage in the NBA Finals. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, McKinney? No. How the hell? Quinn, Quinn, okay, Co- so- Quinn Cook looked pretty good in game two. Why, well, maybe that can happen o- again. Nah. 0 of 5 from the uh, field, 0 of 3 from three point range in this last game. How the hell does this happen? How There's, the hell there does are just this more, happen? There are more dependable guys on Toronto. The, the deeper that you go in their rotations, they have more dependable guys right now because Kevin Durant's not on the floor. How does this happen to Golden State in a month? In two weeks. How the hell does this happen? I mean, we're talking, and it's Kevin Durant, and I get, I understand. We live in the Oklahoma City market. We know what Kevin Durant is. How did this happen that it just completely fell apart, John? Well, look, some of it, I think, was a bit of fool's gold. Um, okay, against Houston, you know, there was after Kevin Durant got hurt. Uh, you're playing the Rockets, who fold up like this chair I'm sitting in when, when situations get a little tough. Um, then the Portland Trailblazers, okay, fantastic story, played over their head did not provide much of a, an opponent for Golden State on that big stage. And I was just reading something here from Mark Stein where the where the Warriors, like, admitted before the, the finals, like, they wish they knew the Raptors better. Did they not prepare for the Raptors? Did, did they not take some time to dive into what they do? It seems like all of this is sort of like, oh, my goodness, that's what that Van Vliet guy can do. It's, it's, all, it's almost like, man, he can really mess up Steph Curry. It's almost like they're discovering the stuff that they should have figured out before the finals, and, and the Raptors, I would imagine, are very well prepared for all this. 1077, the franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Uh, John and I are here live at Maynard Ford in Okarchi. Okarchi? Yes, that's right, the place where Aishins is. Uh, there was the first annual Maynard Ford and Tractor Company's spring kickoff ride and drive. It's exactly what it is. Get out here, test drive. They're going to treat you like a king when you test drive. And then they're going to sell you the car. I mean, or the tractor. That Their prices are that good. Come out here, get a brand-new expedition for uh, 9500 uh, 9, off of MSRP at uh, 0.9% APR for 60 months. Come check out Maynard's Tractor's famous 1533 and 1626 tractor packages. That comes with a tractor, trailer, cutter, box blade and more starting at $19,999. Uh, don't forget they, uh, they have an amazing uh, selection of pre-owned Ford Fusions. Uh, 2016 Fusion SE starting only at 10 
$2,000. If you need a Ford, come out here to Maynard Ford in Okarchi. Uh, they will set you up right. When we get back, the draft is so close. It's so close. There's so many names that the Oklahoma City Thunder could be looking at. And then again, they could be looking to dump some salary. Uh, let's find out what's going to happen with the Oklahoma City Thunder at 21. We'll talk about that when we get back. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on 1077 The Franchise, 1079 Tulsa. Wake up with a Franchise Morning Show on your radio and on Cox Channel 1334. Weekdays 530 till 9 on 1077 The Franchise. One zero seven seven the franchise one seven nine in Tulsa. <laughs> it's the franchise Thunder Insider Show. Madison. Yes. What are you doing? It's National Best Friend Day. It really. I'm not making this up, y'all. It is National Best Friend Day, and this is, you're with your best friend Jerry. I'm with my best friend and Brady. Yeah. So what? it's uh. Yeah, what? you need to apologize to John. You said on air he wasn't your best friend. <laughs> First of all, when the hell did you two become best friends? Uh, forever ago. Yeah, whatever. I did not. I did not pair you guys together to become best friends. This yeah, must be like when... a Stephen Adam or Stephen Adam, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Max Kellerman situation. You guys aren't supposed to be buddy buddy. You supposed no, to be no. When Madison gets married, I'm going to be her maid of honor. It's going to be great. Vice that man. actually makes total well, sense. Man. That makes total, total sense. And you will be the best-looking diva. Uh, oh, you know <laughs> this. You know this. Bridal, in the bridal party. Um, oh, dear. Real quick. Okay, all four of us. Do we have best friends? Yes. Yeah. Okay, do you, Okay. who's your best friend, Madison? My best friend, his name is Dylan. He lives in Los Angeles, and he's been my best friend for about 12 years now. Everybody, you have, first of all, you have everybody a Everybody pour best one friend. out for Dylan right now. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, who's your best friend? Um, I have a few best friends. No, that's not how that works. Um, this, this is not the spelling bee champion. Um, you can't have multiple best friends. My best friend. He's obviously not the best. My best friend right now? <laughs> um, my, my girlfriend, Annalie. Uh, God, that makes me sick to my stomach. On the slim, like, chance that she is listening, uh, I just got some brownie points. So, hush. John? I have an ensemble cast. You can't have an ensemble. Yes, you can't. You cannot. The TV show Friends had an ensemble cast. Oh, my God. No one was the star of the show. They were all friends. Jerry, you have one friend. You cannot make the Friends rules. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't even have that friend anymore either. <laughs> that yeah. was last night. Because he got hitched. Pour one yep. out for Sean. Oh, my God. Pour a bunch out for Sean. <laughs> God bless. That is true. Okay, a couple of things. A couple of my friend rules. <laughs> Write these down. One, you cannot be, be you cannot be friends with a girl, much less best friends with a girl, uh, if you're a guy. It just doesn't work out. Don't ever do it. Okay? You're so old, Jerry. You're so I, old. school, man. So, second of all, you cannot marry your best friend. Do not say that. There are two separate people, your wife and your best friend. Because who do you complain about your wife to? <laughs> your best friend. If you try to complain to your wife about your best friend and your best friend is your wife, you're in trouble. It's not going to go well. Don't do that. 
Yeah, actually, yes. you're right. I complained to my girlfriend about my girlfriend, so yeah. I, I always get slapped. So. That does not work <laughs> out at all. And as you get older, start to trim your friends. Start to trim the fat. Because oh some of those people are not your friends. They're just <laughs> random people. So you don't need them around. You don't need them on your couch. <laughs> and that has been Life Advice with Jerry Ramsey. Thank you for tuning in. That's what I'm here for. And if you want more, come out to uh, Maynard Ford and Okarchi for the first annual Maynard Ford and Tractor Company Spring Kickoff Ride and Drive event. Uh, come take advantage of some of the 30% off of MSRP on new F-150s today. Do not, and this is emphasized, people, do not miss this sale. Get out here. they got a bouncy house. That bouncy house is rocking. Where do they get the kids from? The kids are in there jumping around. You got the uh, don't act like you weren't just there. The sh- you got the shaved ice uh, going on out there. That's from Papa Bear Shaved Ice, and they will give you Aishin's chicken for every test drive. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So get out here to Akarchi, uh Maynard Ford uh, for this fantastic sale. All right, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, oh, in, in familiar position, right around the twenties area. <laughs> picking, picking. Uh, oh, you meant the draft. To- <laughs> yes. Picky, they're going to pick somebody in the 20s. Uh, they're going to have to find a diamond in the rough. Uh, they've missed a ton. Uh, they've came up with a few. And uh, here we are. And the report came out, John, and I really want to hear your your thoughts on this. The report comes out that they're looking to trade 21 maybe in a rumor and, like, have some relief from the taxes from payroll. Where does this come from, first of all? How viable is this actually? And then why the hell are they doing it? So I want to take you down a little trip down memory lane here, here because I know we, we, we tend to forget these things. Uh, when the Thunder traded Ursan Ilyasova in a first-round pick for Jeremy Grant. Close personal friend. Yeah. Uh, that was a quote-unquote salary dump. Okay. okay. When the Thunder traded Carmelo Anthony in a first-round pick for Dennis Schroeder and Timothy Luavo Cabarro, uh, that was a quote-unquote salary dump. But it was made in, to help improve the team. You can reduce your team's salary and bring in someone that actually helps you. So I do think sometimes people hear, like, oh, the Thunder are trying to alleviate fi- financial pressure, and they're thinking fire sale. Yep. And it could be. Look, I'm, it's always a possibility. Denver did it last year with a couple of their guys, just fire sailed them off and got them out. But it could be that Oklahoma City is looking at this 21 pick and saying, can we package it? with a couple of guys that maybe aren't in in the picture for next year that have bigger salaries and free up the money to spend elsewhere. It's like when you look at your budget, you say, okay, I don't watch Netflix. I can cut that out, but you know what? I can get Hulu instead, and it's cheaper, and maybe it's better. Maybe it's more to your liking. It's sort of that. I I think sometimes people hear, you know, oh, got to move the pick, financial pressure, got to alleviate contracts, and just see it as a horribly negative thing, but I think it's more of getting creative in order to reallocate the money they're going to spend. Bernie, do they need this 21st pick this year? Um, that is that is a very good question. It really depends on what I know, de- I asked it. It really yes. depends on what deal um comes Sam Presti's way. Um Depending on who they could draft, I think there are two guys in the draft that um, are projected to be around the 21st pick if the Thunder um, do so keep their pick. Um, I think there are about two guys that could potentially help this team moving forward, and that's a best-case scenario if they, A, don't get hurt, if they transition quickly and well to the NBA game and play well in the Thunder system. 
Um, there's only two guys there. The likelihood that both those guys are available at that position or at that spot um, is also maybe up in the air as well. Um, so I guess to a long-winded answer, I'll give you the short answer, no. So you don't think that they need the improvement that they would get at 21 because you only see two guys there that you think they, they got to have. Who are the two, who are the two guys? Um, <laughs> Bull Bull and Matisse, okay. and Matisse Thibel. Those are your two guys that you're sold on that if they're not available at 21, that the Thunder are better off trading. And the, the reason why is because if you get Bull Bull, you're, you're, you might as well just go all in on the project and just throw him out there and whatever good comes from it, great. If there's a lot... He's not ready, then you don't really miss that much because you have your guys, you have your foundation set. Matisse Thibel is a, he's 23, 24 years old. He's a four-year guy, so he he would fit in right, um, really well with the age group of this team. Uh, Paul George, Russell Westbrook in their late 20s, early 30s. Stephen Adams in his mid 20s. Jeremy Grant early to mid 20s. He would fit in well. Uh, probably have a quicker transition to the NBA, similar to like uh, Malcolm Brogdon had a few years ago with Milwaukee. Um, if you draft another 18, 19-year-old kid, you're going to just hope that maybe he's like the next great thing, A, which is probably not going to happen, or B, if he's going to be good, that's going to be a year or two away from the draft. So just like Terrence Ferguson, he didn't really make an impact until year two, and the Thunder don't have that luxury of that long of a window. John, I mean, you've, you've loved Bull Bull for a little while now, yeah. but uh, – from what Brady says, the two guys, do you have an expanded list of maybe guys that the Thunder could add and it'd be fine? Or do you agree with Brady that if they don't get the guy they want, they should trade? Well, and I'm looking at this, too. If they're trying to keep this window, they're trying to maximize this next two years, basically, with yes. Paul George under contract. Can they get a guy at 21 that can come in and contribute? Maybe. I mean, like Brady brought up, a couple of possibilities there. I'm a little bit more down on Bull Bull after reading uh, Sam Vecini on The Athletic. Okay. Uh, basically saying that I think the idea is, does Bull Bull like playing basketball? That's a big, huge, massive red flag right there. Uh, I think there's some concern over how dedicated is he. Okay. You know, how much does he actually want to play the sport? How much does he feel like he has to play it because of the name that he carries, et cetera, et cetera? Um, so, I mean, that's something to keep in mind. But otherwise, I'm looking at can they get someone at 21 that can come in and play a role next season? If not, let's not bring in another project. I mean, this is my thinking. Don't bring in someone that's going to, you know, that's going to be useful in the post-Paul George era. Use it to help make the team better now because it's this window that once it's over, it's going to be blow upville. Okay, so uh, listen, there's a couple of shooters out there, and I think I saw on Carson uh, Carson Edwards' Twitter that he said that he visited a couple of places, including mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. Uh, there's an undersized, uh, great shooter, but what about six foot tall? Yeah, uh, that's that's always a, a question mark there. Uh, the Tyler Hero kid out of Kentucky is supposed to be a knockdown shooter mm-hmm. and whatever. Whenever you're hungry, you're thirsting uh, for a shooter in Oklahoma City, and you hear. Uh, these guys are just maybe somebody they'll pass on, and uh, if they're available, and the Thunder trade, I mean, we just had a conversation that if they don't get who they want, they might trade the thing, and if those guys are available, that's not a very good look at all. I mean, you want to get a guy at least like you're showing effort that you're trying to get a shooter, and like you know, John, and I know, and Brady, you know, and Madison, you're listening to us, we're telling you, uh, you we all know <laughs> that. They need a shooter, and if they don't get one in the draft, quote unquote, it is it's bad optics, man. Well, I mean, how how likely, how often does a shooter 
come in and contribute as a rookie, as a shooter. J.J. Redick, for example, did not. He was not a shooter until several years in the league. So that's the thing. Yeah, these guys were forecasting out and saying, man, in three or four years, that guy might be a really good shooter. There's no guarantee that they're going to come out of that way at day one. It will go straight to the finals right here, Brady, and I want you to kind of comment on this. I mean, Fred Van Fleet, Fred Van Fleet right now is killing it, undrafted. And listen, I'm just telling you from a fan's perspective. Right, This guy came off, off the streets. Wichita State, nobody wanted him. They swept under the rug. Toronto took a, a flyer on him. And look at him knocking down shots right there. You're telling me that you don't get one of these shooters and even try as the Thunder, Brady? I mean, they've tried. I mean, Terrence Ferguson is a guy that they, they truly believe has that ability. and for His numbers were horrible in Australia, though, as far as shooting. Exactly. Um, well, but I'm saying that, that <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I mean, before you rudely interrupted me, Gary. I, listen, and I'm, 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 a, I'm a fan interrupting you, not uh, me. I, I would never do that okay. to you, Brady. I understand. <laughs> um, um, the Thunder can believe all they want that a guy has the ability, but, I mean, everybody's right. They need, they don't have that luxury of just drafting a guy and saying, We've got a good team set that is going to be successful this year and probably for the next few years. We, we have time to develop this guy because we believe with a year or so of development that he will be a guy. The Thunder don't have that window, I don't think, anymore, uh, especially with the uncertain health history uh, or health future of Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and even Steven Adams if they keep him. So uh, they, they just... They need to go after more surefire things, but even a guy like Tyler Hero, if he's at 21, I will. I, I'm here to tell you guys right now. I'm here to tell everybody listening. Prepare yourself for the backlash when Sam Presti, if Tyler Hero is available, to not draft him because yes, he can shoot really, really well. He's a very good shooter, and he could potentially be a really nice player in the NBA. Guy's got alligator arms. Sam Presti's not drafting this kid. I'm sorry. I mean, some of it, too, is like Cam Johnson from North Carolina. Yep. Uh, I mean, has, has a fantastic reputation as a shooter and is probably going to do well at that, at, at that level uh, eventually. But also there's been comparisons to Steve Novak. Do you get real fired up about a Steve Novak type oh, guy? Whenever you say Steve Novak, you have to say former Thunder. <laughs> former Steve Thunder Novak. Discount double check. <laughs> yeah. No, I, again, I, I understand the need to go get shooting. It's just I'm trying to think of a guy with a reputation as a shooter that came in and did that immediately. I think they are much more likely to find that on the free agent market, which gets us back to freeing up the money, trimming up some fat to reallocate that money towards a guy that can come in and shoot next season. All right, so let's let's talk brass taxes here. Let's talk some money here. Let's get down to the deals, John Hamm. Uh, right now, give us the money that the Oklahoma, right now, before any sort of deals have been made and what have you, right now, what kind of money can the Oklahoma City Thunder spend on a shooter? Yeah, I mean, the so they've got a couple of tools available to yep. them. One of them is going to be the taxpayer mid-level exception. worth. It's going to be worth under $6 million. Okay. Not bad money. I mean, that's the kind of money they used a couple of years ago to get Patrick Patterson. Uh, so that's, that's one avenue. They also have this large trade exception from the Carmelo Anthony trade. Uh, that is good through July 25th. So they have some more time to potentially use that. And that's what I'm talking about. If they can use this draft pick to offload some contracts and then tap into one or both of those exceptions in July to actually bring in someone that can actually help, you know, maybe that's a way to go about it. But those are the tools they're looking at. So whenever I do research this week, and when I say that, whenever I allocate it to an intern, when I do research <laughs> this week on looking for shooters that are available 
right? And we're talking they're going to go for restricted and unrestricted free agents they would offer, correct? Yeah, I mean, most likely unrestricted because the, the restricted free agents is it's, it's tough. Uh, you heard the, the what, who was the Sam Presti? He had uh, just sour grapes about uh, who signed elsewhere. Brady, you were there at oh, the, uh, he, the yeah. He oh, said West, West Matthews. West Matthews. Oh, just so he said bad. his name two or three times in his exit <laughs> interview. A guy who has never played for the Thunder, nor nor will he probably play for the Thunder. But he is an option. I mean, he was so mad though. Yeah. But this is what I'm talking. You're talking yeah. about why would they wouldn't go after restricted eight free agents is because yeah. they might turn him down. Well, or the, the, or the team the might other team re-up. could yeah. match. Yeah, yeah. That that gets tricky. I mean, to uh, to find a guy that is worth the full med level exception, you know, exception that's a restricted free agent. But anyway, there's going to be guys on the free agent market that they may be able to pursue with that you know full med level exception that can come in. And, and shoot the basketball, and they'll also be able to sign veteran minimum guys because once the market sort of gets picked over, I think you're going to have some quality guys they are going to look to sign for the veteran minimum to, like, do the Nerlens Noel thing, sort yeah. of redeem themselves. Maybe OKC can capitalize there. So basically what we're saying here, and tell me if I'm oversimplifying it, both Brady and John, if I'm over, if we are looking, the Oklahoma State Thunder are looking to trade 21 to give them enough money to get a veteran. So basically they're trying to get a veteran because of the window that they have with the veterans that they have and yeah. the young group that they have for that 21 spot. Yeah. I mean, that is, is that oversimplified? No, that's that's one way to look at it. And again, it could very well be a straight up salary dump. Maybe they do just, you know, trade these dudes for J.R. Smith and then wave him and then don't use their uh, their their money next season. But again, it's it's there, there's a way to use that in order to help improve the team while also saving money. Madison, I want to go to you real quick, and there's a, there's a very very big potential in what John said there about this team running back, basically being somewhat of the same team that they had last year, running it back this year. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be some backlash to that. Have you noticed that if if the same team basically runs back in the same eight, nine-guy rotation, uh, I think Nerlens Noel is the one guy that would be gl- a, glaring, uh, a glaring loss there. Do you feel like, and, and what you've read and what you kind of feel uh, about the Oklahoma City Thunder, that people would be incredibly unhappy if they're running back the same rotation? I mean, yes and no, because I think I think a lot of people are wanting to see some changes made right now. I think uh, people are wanting to see just a little bit of a transition into something that's going to work a little better than what's been going on the past couple of years because whatever the Thunder have been doing, it's been working to an extent, but at the same time, Thunder fans are really ready to see this team uh, evolve and go a little bit farther in the playoffs. They're really tired of seeing a first-round exit. So, I mean, I completely understand uh, some of the frustrations when it comes to that. So, I mean, yeah, I think right now the best thing for this team is to really find something that's going to be a dramatic difference. And, I I mean, while they're out there searching for that 21st pick, I think they need to keep that in mind. I mean, I'm no expert when it comes to drafting, and I don't really talk numbers as well as John does. But I think think that's just something that they're going to have to keep in mind because they're going to have to make a change in, like, a roster or in rotation or anything like that if they want to see a difference in the playoffs next season. Okay, I mean, we all know this, and this is pretty easy. The starting five next year, absolutely the same. No change, correct? Probably. I mean, I, I, I would lead depending. that way. 
Yeah, I, I would lean that way. I mean, I, there's the possibility they get a veteran wing and maybe Ferguson moves back to a bench role, I, supposedly. Uh, I, there's there's a chance that in all this talk of trading the 21 pick that Steven Adams becomes involved. There's a chance. But I, I to me, it feels more likely of what you said, Jerry. Brady? I mean, I will, say, I, will say, I will say this. Unless they get this dynamite, awesome name, uh, that that whoever that wing is that John mentioned, it better be somebody of that caliber to move Terrence Ferguson to the bench because if they move Terrence Ferguson to the bench at this point um, after what he's been able to accomplish and them trying to develop him into a guy that they can depend on, that's I, I don't think that's good for Terrence Ferguson's development. I think that would go against what the Thunder would want to do, but that would have to mean that they get a, a wing that would allow that to happen. So if they get that veteran wing, it better be a guy that is okay with a taking less money and b coming off the bench and having less of a role 1077 the franchise 1079 in tulsa john and i are out here at manor ford in okarchi this is the first annual manor ford tractor company spring kickoff ride and drive event john are they are they grilling Oh, yeah, I can smell it. Are they, oh, is, that, is that what's going on here? Yeah, this is exciting. Madison, Brady, they're grilling. Just rubbing in a little bit more, guys. That's I'm just letting you know. Are they, not, are they not grilling where you're at, Madison, They're Brady? not grilling here in the station. <laughs> they are not. I've got the meat sweats already just thinking about it. My goodness. Bouncy houses. We'll, shaped. We'll, we'll wait here if you guys want to just come drive, drive back and give us some food. We do have to drop off the van, and it's just going to take us like two hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Papa Bear Shaved Ice is out here. Remember, free Aishin's chicken with every test drive. Uh, free food's going to be out here. They're going to give away a Traeger grill. And, and Brady, you talked about Traeger, Traeger grills are pretty damn awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, really handy, and they're really easy to use. Uh, plug them in. They're electric, and they use wood pellets. And you can smoke your meat for as long as you want, or you can grill it. And... Uh, it always tastes fantastic. I love them. I love the fact that you're smoking meats. That makes me yep. feel good. Uh, come and see their amazing inventory <laughs> of new and pre-owned foreign fusions. 2016 Fusion SE starting at only $10,000. Why are you in Oklahoma City? Get out to Okarchi. Get off your butt. You're gaining weight. You don't look as good in those shorts as you used to. So get out here to Okarchi <laughs> and uh, get a deal on a tractor or a truck. Uh, when we get back... Our own little Brady Trantham had a one-on-one with Patrick Patterson, and we were talking about some of the lineup shakeups. There's one in particular that he keeps on talking about that just might be uh, a golden ticket for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We'll talk about that when we get back. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, the big story of the day, brought to you by Big Red Kia on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. You got a friend in me. 1077 The Franchise. 107.9 in Tulsa. Paul Newman. <laughs> <clears throat> Not quite. Madison, why, Madison, why are we playing these songs? Because, Jerry, it is National Best Friend Day. And you're out there with your best friend. I'm here with my best friend. And we're doing the best show. Did you see the picture that she put up of us? That yes. would be Brady. Brady did it. I, that is a flashback. I, I I actually looked on my phone for a picture of just you two, and I had to ask Madison, and she found that picture, but I tweeted it out. I stalked y'all's Facebooks. Okay. 
First of all, the story behind that picture, do you remember the, the story behind this? This was oh, an incredible this is an incredible event that Tyler Media put on. It, yep. was, it was a toy drive. Toy drive, yeah. That they put on, and they, they said a, a, a month before in December sometime that we were going to go out, and I think in the parking lot of Remington Park mm-hmm. or something like that, and we were going to set up this big truck, and all the personalities from uh, the franchise were going to be out there and giving out toys, right? No one looked ahead that it was going to be 16 degrees below zero. <laughs> it oh, was cold. my God. It was so cold. You guys looked a little cold. cold. We are so cold. And, okay, so I forgot gloves. <laughs> you mentioned 16 below zero. I've got my son's uh, Mario beanie, okay, and I've got a coat. Here's the kind of man Mike Steely is. Mike Steely says, you don't have any gloves? Let me run out to my car and see if I've got some. Yeah, just like trudging through the tundra to go back. And, I mean, he now didn't have any, but right he checked. I, yeah. thought, I thought you were going to say that Jerry pulled a Lloyd Christmas and said, maybe you should wear these extra pair of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are getting yeah. a little sweaty. The the side story to that, too, is Mike went out on the Tauntaun, right? Got stuck in the freezing cold. John had to slice the Tauntaun in half, <laughs> stick Mike Steely in there. You thought they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Star Wars joke, Madison. Uh, oh, yeah. Your time will freeze before you reach the first marker. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I just laughed nervously. <laughs> We're out here at Maynard Ford in our car, in Okarchi for the first annual Maynard Ford and Tractor Company's spring kickoff ride and drive event. They're going to give away a Traeger grill. We talked about that. The Ice's chicken. You get a free. You get free Ice's chicken. They actually stick it in the passenger seat next to you as you <laughs> test drive. You can just have a piece of chicken as you're walking away uh don't forget uh papa bear shaved ice uh is out here there's a bouncy house and they started grilling in between the break john i went over there and told them there's radio guys that'll sit here and tell you how good the food is that they're giving away and all that stuff right we need to be in it we need to taste it we need to smell it we need to feel it we need to get in it so here in just a minute they're going to bring over a couple of burgers and dogs oh fantastic we'll be able to firsthand tell you how good the food is that they're serving out here. Yeah, I mean, if, if we are enticing people to come out as we are, we, yep. ne- we need to be able to convey, like, how good the food is. Yeah. Yeah, right? So let's. I, I went over there. And, like, it's, there's not a lot of radio guys. Some radio guys will just sit here and tell you. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm nope. going gonna, gonna to get into business. No, I just drove a tractor during the commercial <laughs> break just to see how good it was. <laughs> you going to take one of those home? <laughs> I might. Mine, they can use one. My backyard's in bad shape. Uh, also, get out of here. Minute Ford Okarchi has an amazing selection of Ford certified pre-owned vehicles available today. You can get a truck. You can get a car. You can get a tractor. Everything you need to take care of yourself out here in this great Oklahoma land that we're in. Uh, Brady Trantham. Little Brady Trantham. John, you can attest to this. We were not on air. This was not in character. I was saying what a great job you've been doing covering the Oklahoma City Thunder that they're not playing, right? There's no games here. There's no breakdowns. There's no analytics. It's just what the Oklahoma City Thunder are doing out and about, and I think you've done a great job, comparable or better than some of the national and, uh, you know, papers around here that do it. So now that I've said that, you went and actually went to a uh, presentation of the uh, film Jump Shot, right, that Patrick Patterson did a Q&A after and got to catch up with uh, Patrick. Kind of tell us, first of all, 
Did you stay and watch the show? Did you watch the movie Jump Shot? Yeah, they sent me a link to watch it before I actually got to go see the screening. And I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I am not trying to... I, like, I'm going to pump the, the documentary, obviously, but I'm being very genuine when I say I loved the documentary. I thought it was really well made. And to be quite honest, and I'm a little embarrassed to say this being... a a thunder insider with with the franchise i did not know i've never heard the name kenny sailors i did not know that the jump shot had to be invented but uh watching that documentary i came away with a lot of knowledge of the history of the game uh, a little thing that made me a little upset as an ou fan um so kenny sailors um played basketball for the university of wyoming he's from wyoming in the 1940s uh wyoming went to the ncaa championship in madison square garden uh, but to get there, they had to beat the University of Oklahoma. So once again, no. OU fulfills their role as everybody's Kodak moment, uh, whether it be Boise State or <laughs> you know, just anybody. Matt oh, Brown's God, last is, game with Case McCoy. Okay. You know, just, this is deep. You're, you're getting cut deeper. <laughs> um, some of my friends that are listening right now are probably laughing. But uh, no, it's a really well-made documentary. Uh, it's going to pre- um, premiere today at 145 uh, publicly at Harkins, and then Dead Center Film Festival is today as well. So if you guys, Oklahoma City or around the area, um, are interested in the, in the history of basketball, um, do yourselves a favor and go watch this. It's really, really um, well-made. Um, they did a great job. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was really fun to watch. So Patrick Patterson has the Q&A afterwards. Uh, and then you catch up with them, and then you can go catch that on thefranchiseok.com. Uh, you're one-on-one with them. Uh, what what did you really take away basketball-wise? I mean, I know you asked them some, some uh, you know, movie questions, which obviously you had to, to sort of set it up. But basketball-wise, what are some of the things that he said that uh, caught your eye, caught your ear? Yeah, um, you know, everybody knows Patrick Patterson picked up his player option this season or this offseason going into next year, um, unless the Thunder are able to do some cap you know, trade gymnastics, Patrick Patterson will be with Thunder moving forward. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's also not necessarily a good thing if we're just talking strictly basketball. But um, Patrick brought it up kind of unprompted. He he was, when I asked him about how his offseason was going, you know, those usual warm-up questions, he brought up by, by himself his life after basketball. So I think Patrick understands that the uh, – He's getting near the end of that tunnel of his NBA career, and picking up that player option is kind of, uh, yeah, that, that falls in line with that philosophy because he picked up that player option, uh, as you guys both know, because he's probably not going to get that money on the open market with how he's performed in the last two seasons. So that was really interesting to um, just to hear that, that type of athlete at that stage of his career. That was interesting to hear. And, yes, there are some Avengers Marvel stuff um, for all the Avengers uh, fans, nerds, lovers out there that uh, I'm sure John uh, will enjoy reading. <laughs> um, he, he, he was giddy at the exact same moments that John, and even even my me not being a huge Avengers fan, um, we were all giddy at the same moment when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. So oh, Mjolnir. God. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Put some respect on that name. It's a, it's an MJ, alert. right? It's, no, the, 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 the spoiler alert embargo has been lifted month, weeks ago. Come on now. Great. Thanks. As Thanks. soon as the Spider-Man trailer came out, they were like, well, hope you saw it by now. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the ending. No, but at his, um, at his exit interview, what, back in April, I asked him, like, hey, do you have your Avengers tickets ready? Because I think it had premiered the night before or that day. And he's like, yeah, I got front row tickets. And at the at the interview, I was at the exit interview, I was like, really? You have front row tickets? He's like, really? I do. 
And two nights ago when I was talking to him, I asked him again, did you literally have front row tickets? And he was like, yeah, and it wasn't as bad as, you know, you might think, but I should have brought a neck pillow because my neck was sore by the, like, it's a three hour long movie. I would, I would imagine that your neck is sore. I feel sorry for the poor soul sitting behind him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I didn't want to say that. It was funny. Like, I was sitting in a chair, and he was sitting on the table, and the table is, you know, a little bit higher than where I was. So he, I was holding my phone so high in the air. But uh, other than that, Patrick was he was really great, um, never felt rushed. Um, we spent 10 or 15 minutes talking to each other, and about seven minutes of that interview and in the article. So check it out on thefranchiseok.com if you guys are interested in reading. Um, but, yeah, um, shout-out to Patrick Patterson for taking time out of his busy day to talk to me. All right. We didn't get into the segment, but we'll carry it over into the next segment. The big thing that he talked about, he also came on uh, with uh, Locker Room Unfiltered on Thursday and sort of talked to us a little bit about the film, and we asked him a little bit more about the uh, the season ahead. And he dropped a name that I don't think anybody's expecting to make a, a big deal, but the way he talked about it, it sounds like it will. So we'll tell you who that name is and talk a little bit more about the Thunder going into the off season and into the next season. Plus, we'll get more into what's going around the NBA. Can the Atlanta Hawks actually climb their way to get the number one pick? We'll ask John Hamm that whenever we get back to. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Broadcasting from the Lucky Star Studio, Sports Radio is 1077 The Franchise. Liberty Mutual Insurance presents. And Doug. If I don't find the right car insurance for me, I might just give up. Did someone just say, if I don't find the right car insurance for me, I might just give up? Ma'am, what if my partner, this wild emu, and I told you that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need? I'd say sign me up for Liberty Mutual. And also, your emu is eating my tire. Limo! No. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. State laws apply. Want a new car with zero down, 0% APR for 66 months, and zero payments till September? You should be driving Kia from Big Red Kia. Big Red Kia. Triple zero sales event at Big Red. Big Red Kia in Norman. Zero down, 0% APR for up to 66 months, and zero payments till September. 2019 Kia Forte FE, just $59.90. Every 2019 Kia Optima Sedan and Sorento SUV, $5,000 off. Yes, $5,000 off. Challenged credit, no credit, I'll sweat it. At Big Red Kia in Norman. And you could be approved. Triple zero sales event. Zero down. Zero percent APR for up to 66 months. And zero payments till September. You should be driving Kia from Big Red Kia. Big Red Kia. Summer sticker sales event at Big Red Kia. Oklahoma's car store for over 40 years. I-35 Norman. 405-364-4400. Or BigRedSports.com. Several available at advertised specials. 1515 per month per thousand borrowed for 66 months. At zero percent APR with zero down. Subject to lender approval expires month end. Are you an electrician, plumber, pipe fitter, or sheet metal worker? For the highest wages and best benefits available, go to constructioncareersokc.com today. From company outings, sports leagues, church groups to fundraisers, Energy FC has a customizable group experience to fit your group, starting as little as $9. Premium ticket and group packages are still available for their upcoming match on June 15th. Call 235-KICK or visit energyfc.com for more information. Their next home match is June 15th. Let Energy FC make your next group event an outing to remember. Live, work, play, green. Are you ready for Flex Stack Advanced? Men, welcome to the show. It's a winner take all. Who will have the strength? Who will have the drive? 
who will win the battle? Well, the answer just might be who uses the new most advanced flex stack ever, only found at Draper Family GNC. Packed with clinically tested testafin, shown to raise your free testosterone, giving you raw power, extra energy, and helping you burn off that stubborn body fat. The new formula has two newcomers to the show, Black Maca, which just might give you that libido boost you've been looking for, and Boron Citrate, a scientifically studied ingredient to help you power through the day, shooting up your testosterone while suppressing that nasty estrogen. Men, it's time to win the game. Get to Draper Family GNC and get started today with our new and strongest ever Flex Stack Advanced. Flex Stack is great, paired with Tamiflex, GNC's new breakthrough in joint health, clinically proven to help you feel better in just two weeks. We grab the sports world by the neck and swing it around like a cowboy's lasso. It's a heck of a thing, really. Oklahoma's new sound for sports. 1077 The Franchise. Make the switch. Oklahoma's new sound for sports. 1077 The Franchise. 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. We're live. Oh, okay. And Maynard Ford in Okarchi, the first annual Maynard Ford and Tractor Company spring kickoff ride and drive event. Listen, these guys want to be your best friends. They want to sell you tractors and trucks, right? Come take advantage of their 30% off MSRP and new F-150 today. Don't miss this sale. Get out of here, people. Come see our amazing inventory of new and pre-owned Ford Fusions, 2016 Fusion SE, starting only $10,000. Listen, you're being annoying to your uh, your spouse. Nothing is more fun than getting off the couch, getting out of bed, jumping in the car, and coming out to God's land, Okarchi, and looking at cars and tractors. I'm not even kidding. Get out here. There's food. Oh, Kurti's right around. Wait, oh, okay. They'll, they'll take care of you. That's a good point. They're also giving away, um, I mean, you got, got free food. Uh, they're giving away a Traeger grill. Sign up to do that. Uh, Ice's chicken, a bounce house, uh, Papa Bear shaved ice. There's something for everybody to keep everybody occupied. I know you got that four-year-old screaming and running across the room. Get him out. Get him in a bouncy house. And uh, get some of this free food. They got burgers. They got burgers and uh, hot dogs, guys. Madison, I am mildly disappointed in you. Oh, dear. <laughs> What I do. We are into the second hour, and you're doing these bumpers, and I have not heard the Friends theme yet. Oh, God. Because oh, it stinks, John. One. The Rembrandts. We were going to do uh, Biz Marquee, Just a Friend, next. But... <laughs> That's a you different kind of friend. Yeah. Hey, whatever kind of recommendations you guys have, I am all ears. I thought this was a good one. And then Jerry came in way too fast, and we didn't get to hear it. I know. I was I was kind of expecting, like, Jerry would start talking mass and just starts turning the volume up a little bit, just subtly. Like, ah. I get by with a little help from my friends. Well, real quick, I got this hamburger in my hand real quick. Right. That is it. disgusting. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like it. Okay, so. Oh, my god. You guys can talk. You guys talk all you want now. Uh, <laughs> I want you to actually, Brady. Uh, you did talk to Patrick Thorson. You said I had a couple audio clips. Why don't you set one of those up for us? Uh, Madison, are we ready on that? Okay. So everybody remembers before Patrick Patterson came to Oklahoma City, he was a Toronto Raptor for a few seasons and played a big part in getting Toronto to the point where they are now. Like He hit a lot of big shots in a lot of playoff games. Uh, he played with a, more than a handful of these guys that are playing in these finals. Uh, Pascal Siakam, 
Fred Van Fleet was a, um, a rookie in his last season. Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka even. Uh, I believe Norman Powell was also there. So just a lot of guys. And I uh, asked Patrick Patterson about uh, his rooting interest in the finals this year. In the finals, I mean, you played with a handful of those guys. You know, like uh, Van Vliet was a rookie, I think, the last in your last year as a Raptor. Yep. Am I right? Yep. Pascal Siakam was on that. Yeah, um, was, yeah. Kyle Lowry, and if I'm missing anybody, but just mm-hmm. is it fair to say you might have a little bit of a rooting interest at all? I mean, I would. Oh, no, it's <laughs> fair. No, no, I've let it be known even on social media. Like, I'm not afraid to oh, yeah. support them <laughs> just because. I have no ill will towards, you know, those guys on the team. We're still in touch. I still talk to them. And I love the city. The fans are amazing. The food's great. So I have no no problems, no beef towards them. And I would love to see them win. Um, not, n- not only for, you know, like the guys on the team who I'm still close to and I want them to have the most success in this world, but for the people in the city of Toronto, uh, TFC, the soccer team, won it a few years ago. But then other than that, you know, there's been a long drought in that city for such a long time. And the Maple Leafs are so iconic. Uh, the Blue Jays had their, you know, their tear in the MLB with Batista. Um, and they were playing quite well, and they never made it there. Uh, I think the year they were supposed to win, they lost to Cleveland or something like that. So this, there's been a drought for a while, and I just think this has been a long time coming from, you know, of course, the Vince Carter days, Tracy McGrady, you know, DeMar DeRozan. Um, all those guys who were there, um, and then now having Kawhi and you know, Carl and all the guys I still know are there. I feel like it's long overdue. It's 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 good to see. I'm happy for him. I'm rooting for him, and I hope you know that they're able to you know close it out. You know, John, here's the the big disservice for Oklahoma City fans. This guy is so interesting. Definitely. Like they, he is just on and off the court. He has uh, off the court. Um, Hobbies and, and and stuff like that that he interests that he gets into that that we can understand and, and sort of relate to. Yeah, and and it is, and it's you know, and he loves he loves film. I I actually asked him was he a cinephile? Uh, wasn't a big fan of that word. He he liked movie, <laughs> he liked movie buff. He didn't like cinephile. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, you know, he's into into different things, and uh, because he just can't get it going, when he had like a month maybe six weeks where he had it going, mm-hmm. um, but he just can't get it going in Oklahoma City. I think that uh, Oklahoma City fans don't get to see as much as Patrick Patterson as, as they probably deserve. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. Here's where I think sometimes the fans would, um, if they if they were given more of an opportunity to have like those interactions like Brady just had, to convey to the fans, right, that is going to make fans, you know, you're always going to have the, the 5% out there with their hair on fire, but I think I think there is a benefit to the fans getting to know these guys, getting to hear their voice, getting a, you know, a little one-on-one, these little sorts of things, to put that little earworm in, to say, you know, just I, I think to kind of soften. So when things get a little rough, to kind of soften a little that criticism. Brady, this is, and, and, and you know, people listening and your everyday lay fans that don't understand, this is not a usual thing for the Oklahoma City Thunder to let their players be available in this sort of medium. So as you're doing this, and, you know, obviously you and Madison both have been in scrums where Patrick Patterson's shown up, and you've had your couple of minutes with their, you know, group of people with them, and and you get to know them as best as you can. To have this interaction with Patrick, um, the word special, I don't want to sound sentimental here, but it it was a special moment. 
Uh, yeah. Um, to be honest, I actually didn't. I either missed it completely on the initial email that I had with the nice PR lady, Crystal, who invited me to the event. Um, or it was kind of a last minute thing for Patrick. I didn't know he was going to be there. So when he walked through the door, I was like, oh, oh, well, this makes sense. And then uh, Crystal asked me, hey, do you want to talk to Patrick? Because I was the I think I was the only media m- uh, member there. And I was like, wow, I'm going to get a one on one with Patrick Patterson and I'm not going to get rushed in any way. So this is this is I got to jump on this one for sure. But um, no, it was really cool. Um, we talked a little bit um, after the inter- like the on record interview and about a few things. Uh Patrick, of course, got engaged to his girlfriend, now fiance, uh, around All-Star break, I believe, back in February. And he told me that their uh, their mar- their uh, wedding is August 24th, and he's really excited about that. And he said that that's another motivational thing for him to continue to stay in shape. Of course, I think a lot of people can uh, relate with that. But, no, I mean, you guys are exactly right. It's really cool to talk to these guys, even in a, in a non-basketball-related location, like not in the locker room, not on the practice floor. A little bit of a different vibe, a little bit of a di- different energy. You get some different answers here and there. Um, um, but, yeah, overall it was really cool. But I, I think we actually do have one more clip about him talking a little bit more specifically about Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam, if you guys wanted to listen to that. I want that so bad. He hit it, yeah. Um, I mean, just seeing Van Vliet as a rookie and mm-hmm. just seeing him on the biggest stage in your sport mm-hmm. is hitting big shot after big shot against mm-hmm. – they're injured, but – possibly the greatest dynasty that the NBA's ever seen. I mean, mm-hmm. could you see that? Did you see that coming at all in him when he was a kid? Oh, just like Fred, Pascal, just seeing those guys when they were um, like rookies in the NBA and watching them play in the, in the G League and having success there and then coming back up with the Raptors and, you know, playing well, um, not necessarily getting as many minutes and opportunities as they have now, but you could always, you know, see some type of spark in guys like that, never backing down. Fred being so small but not hesitating to attack the pain and jump up there with the big dogs and not afraid to never back down. And Pascal, just his skill set just improved so much throughout these years and his confidence is, is through the roof. So just seeing those guys... Uh, back then and seeing what they are now. Um, I never would expect it. I never thought it would be as grand as it is now, but I always believe that they would have some type of success. That was Patrick Patterson talking to our own Brady Trantham. Can I say exclusive? An exclusive. Yeah. Boom. The, uh, 107.7 The Franchise, baby. Franchise Thunder Insiders. Brady Trantham doing a fantastic job getting out there. The only come on, come on Brady, the only media member. Come, there's no, there's no way. There's guy or other guys I, I out th- there. I think there? I think Fox 25 was there with a the camera. Like I saw them at the yeah. very beginning of the documentary, up in the uh, top of the uh, seating rows. Uh, other than that, th- there weren't there weren't any uh, beat writers, but they're. <laughs> Um, they're all very busy. They're they're probably a lot more busy than I am. No, and absolutely. Some I mean, of them I mean, are on vacation because they don't well, live here. Some so. of them stopped covering the Thunder and started covering other teams, like the uh, like Kevin Durant, the true backstabbers that they are. Oh, is this a John? Royce Young joke? Wow, <laughs> you went there. Oh, listen. Come on now, Royce. Uh, no, listen, Royce does a great I, job. Come on now. I actually talked to I actually talked to Royce a little bit on social media about this too. So, listen, people love that guy and and came after me and it was just like, "What are you doing? Don't do that!" And I was like, "Look, Royce finds it funny. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just call, and if not, uh, I'll buy him a hot dog with uh, mayonnaise and ketchup, which is disgusting. 
But uh, yes, that's the insider stuff that we have from a Trader uh, Grill. Uh, <laughs> off of a Trader Grill, that's right. All right, uh, let's look around the NBA and some of the other stuff going on. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder have uh, stuff that they're dealing with, but look at what the Atlanta Hawks did, John. And uh, now that they've made some moves, uh, and, and the trade, whenever you look at it, it looks boring. But if you really peel back some layers, the Atlanta Hawks are doing some interesting stuff, and the damn uh, Brooklyn Nets are doing some very, very interesting stuff. Uh, they're trading Alan Crabb and a pick, right? The the 17th overall pick this year. To Atlanta, and Atlanta is giving up? Torian Prince. That's right. And? And the, the Nets are trading another pick as well, and then the Hawks are throwing in a second rounder, I think, next year. All this to say that the Nets are clearing up space for brand X free agent that's coming in. <laughs> Uh, the big rumor, obviously, is Kyrie Irving. But man, they could they could do Kyrie or they could do Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, kind of like the Knicks were playing with the idea that they would do. <laughs> like the Knicks were telling people for the past few months, they were very confident <laughs> about the free agent chances. And I'm just like, this is this might come back to bite you. I'd be a little more quiet about all this. No, this does this clear up clears up the books for Brooklyn, and it doesn't completely empty the chamber because they still have guys like Joe Harris, uh, Jared Allen. Uh, that they're not going to have to jettison in order to bring in a couple of those star free agents. So uh, just a great trade. Sean Marks it took over. I mean, just think about it. He took over after the disastrous uh, trade with Boston and has slowly but surely sort of built that team up to be in this position. Then for Atlanta, you know, look, their core going forward is Trey Young, it's John Collins, uh, it's Kevin Herter, and, uh, and, and they're going to add some guys in the draft. And, yeah, you, you tease it a little bit. There's a possibility they could trade up, especially if New York uh, doesn't win the Santina Davis sweepstakes. Maybe that uh, that three pick suddenly becomes available. Okay, the three pick, okay, but let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. <laughs> Don't you want to see Zion and Trey Young? Like, oh, sure. It's there. Look, we've seen crazy things happen. Look how many picks that the Hawks have. That is a, listen, that is a, I like to say, that is a very, very attractive package. And I say that all the time, even <laughs> off the basketball court. But that is an incredibly attractive package that they could put together to get to number one. Come on, John. No. Okay. No. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a lot of extra picks, but you know, it's Zion. That, that's the thing. Um, you know, unless, unless Atlanta is willing to put Trey Young into the package, oh. which kind of kind of blows up the whole idea no but i do think they could move up uh a, a few spots in the draft and add someone else that's pretty interesting to that young core um again atlanta basically realized they're not going to be a free agent player they're renting out their cap space uh to get some draft picks and they've got their eyes over the next few years and you you have to like what they've developed up to this point brady whose uh, future are you more excited for the nets or the hawks oh well uh, OU fandom dictates that I must say the Atlanta Hawks, <laughs> and they, they have an exciting future. And I, I don't know. Really quick, a uh, guy texted me um, right after that trade went down, and they were upset that oh, Alan Crab, that's going to ruin Kevin Herter's development, right? No, I, 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 don't, I, I don't. I don't think that one bit. I, I think Alan Crab is releasable. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. he's. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the Nets. Uh, Bobby Marks was on. Um, uh, Ryan Russillo's podcast, and he brought up a good point that this move by Brooklyn, and I almost said New Jersey, but this move by Brooklyn is not to get the possibly Kyrie Irving or who, or maybe a Kevin Durant, who the big guy this offseason. It's to open up a max slot for the other 
max slot guy. Uh, so a potential number two. So I mean, both both franchises are very – they have exciting futures. Brooklyn with the uh, potential to bring about uh, superstars to their organization. And Atlanta, if you're just a fan of drafting young players and developing them. So whichever medium you prefer, they're both exciting in, in their own respective way. Kyrie Irving and D'Angelo Russell, right? Uh, Is no. that what I'm – Bobby Marks even said, "Yeah, they don't. They should. They don't exist on the same team." And this, yeah. oh my goodness, this girl just got kicked right in the face. Soccer. <laughs> We're watching what? soccer. <laughs> that looks grisly, but Women, she, she took it like a champ. World, Women's World Cup is going on right now. So. She took it like a champ. She's playing still. I Brady's, would have cried to my Brady's mother. Brady's not just watching random women play soccer. But go ahead, by all means, uh, continue with the uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Kyrie Irving not being on the same team. Yeah, he just said that the, just basketball-wise, contractually-wise, he just didn't think that that would be a thing that, that's realistic moving forward. So it would be a case where uh, they just... I guess let D. I don't know D'Angelo Russell's contract. I would imagine he's a unrestricted free agent. Is that right, John? D'Angelo Russell can be a restricted free agent. He's a restricted free agent. They might well, just let him walk. <clears throat> that, that's the thing. They have the option to give him a qualifying offer and make him a restricted free agent. The risk there is what if D'Angelo Russell takes that and then saps up a lot of the cap room that they've been saving. So yep. th- there could be some discussion and strategy going on there. All right. Uh, 107.7, the franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Uh, that's not the only interesting thing going on uh, that uh, the Nets are outmaneuvering the Knicks. Over on the other coast, uh, the best coast, if uh, you talk to Nikki Kay, there's also some uh, crazy stuff going on. We'll talk about that whenever uh, we get back. Plus, uh, we're going to go a little college basketball because there's something that came up yesterday that I saw. Uh, Brady, Madison, New School versus John Hamm and Jerry Ramsey, Old School. Uh, we'll tell you what we're talking about when we get back, and it involves Blake Griffin. So you want to stick around for that. You're listening to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on 1077 The Franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Listen at work to the franchise players. Gabe Eichert, Kelly Gregg, and Jerry Ramsey. Weekdays noon to 3 on 1077 The Franchise. One oh seven seven the franchise, one oh seven nine in Tulsa. That's better. <sighs> These people were terrible people. You sound super aggravated, Jerry. These, okay, I have never been a fan of friends. What? I've never been a fan uh, of I friends. I haven't either. The, the the theme song's cool. Like it, it, oh. it's awesome, it's nostalgic, but yeah, I don't like it either. Oh my gosh have you okay madison you're saying that have you have you watched a season have you watched two seasons yes of friends yes these okay give me like a uh something good about one of the characters (laughs) get one give me one qualifying human human thing about one of these guys well um let's see i think that jennifer anderson has good style didn't one of them end up in tulsa in the show yes Yes. chandler Chandler ended up in tulsa so they're they're like giving shout outs oklahoma there you go okay first of all jennifer anderson's character uh what's her name rachel Mm -hmm. okay there's a guy pursuing her literally across the hall or whatever hanging out all the time she doesn't give him the time of day and she has to see some crappy video Hate that happened 15 years before or whatever to even think, oh, God, this guy likes me. Just completely unaware of what's going on in her like uh, surroundings. So, like them being together uh, or whatever. Terrible you know? person. 
terrible person. Can't see what's in front of her. South Christie and I came together. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. You didn't give her the time of day, and then you just made no, it No, vice versa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> why would she give me the time of day? Why she, Why should she still, to this day, give me the time of day? Because you have uh, a vast knowledge of the salary cap and the collective bargaining agreement. You know what I think? Did, did you sit down with her and show her the marital numbers that you guys could do? Like, you... Oh, no. <laughs> do, you have a play, do you have a player option or does she have a player option? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm on a week-to-week contract. <laughs> John Hamm, the 10-day contract. Pulled up on the 10-day. <laughs> I mean, you've made it this far, so you're doing something right. Yeah. Oh, no, he's just fits in under the cap. It's not... <laughs> yeah. It's not... I, I'm Nick Collison at this point. I'm just going to keep it be a rap for sentimental reasons. <laughs> Mr. Ham. The documentary coming out next <laughs> next fall. Mr. Christian. Uh, yes. All right, so let's get into this Monday. Hope you didn't hire me as a coach next. Monday, Monday, Monday. It could be the end of the NBA season. All right? The Toronto Raptors could dismiss. Did you first of all, Brady Trantham? How okay? What? I, okay. What do you want? I'm not, okay. I, I really, I really appreciate how hard you've been working and you have been putting out excellent content for us since the day you stepped onto the franchise campus. Thank you so much. Did you call the Golden State Warriors maybe the greatest dynasty of all time to Patrick Patterson? I said potentially. Can you not embarrass us like that anymore? Uh, it it's, is it's just a great. fact. They haven't won a three-peat. They have the, Chicago, they have the chance to do it. I mean, the, the, the chances Chicago are slim now. The Bulls but. had two three-peats. The Celtics and Lakers dominated the 80s. Their story is not yet over. I said potentially. <sighs> the San Antonio Spurs dominated the, the NBA for, for 15 years. Kevin Durant the, can the 90s, walk. The 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, yeah. Kevin Durant can walk, and Golden State can still, on paper, if they keep everybody else, be a finals contender for the next five to six years. It's a point being with that. <laughs> the, Which is why I said potentially. Oh, God. Uh, listen, listen. <laughs> Monday. Monday could be the end of the greatest <laughs> dynasty of all time. Or, <laughs> or, hear me out, the greatest mid-finals edition in NBA history happens, <laughs> and they come back from 3-1. I, until they lose that fourth game, I'm, I'm not assuming anything. I'm you, not assuming anything with this team. You think, and then this is, brings us right into what's going on here, you think on Monday that the Golden State Warriors have a chance to go into Jurassic Park and defeat the T-Rex. They have a chance. If Kevin Durant is back, I don't know what shape he's in, and frankly, I don't know if the Warriors do. Um, and so last night there was a report from Brian Windhorst that people were, were frustrated just by how the injury has not responded. They're not frustrated by you know anything else other than that. They just the, the injury has not responded to you know the way that they thought uh, so much that he can't even sit on the bench with his teammates. But point being, if he can come back in some form, I know they're banged up. I know Boogie Cousins is not himself; it is a liability. Clay Thompson is sort of a wild card there. Self-inflicted. I, I can't rule him out. Yeah, I can't rule him out exactly. I can't rule them out. Uh, Madison Morris, we haven't heard from you from a little bit more in the segment here. I got to hear it Monday night. Are you going to be sitting there with your popcorn waiting for the NBA season to be over, or do you think the Golden State Warriors can extend this out? I think they're going to extend it out, and I, I don't know, because I think Toronto is going to want to win in front of their home crowd. They're going to want to get that title in front of their home crowd. I mean, I would. Shoot. But at the same time, I don't I really don't see Golden State dropping the next game just because I think they're going to want to play this out a little bit more. I think they're going to have a totally different mindset coming into that game because 
they're not going to want to just go out in five games like that. Like, that's not, that's very un-Golden State-like. So, I don't know, maybe I'm just being a little too optimistic on, I don't know, in favor of Golden State, but I really do think they're going to extend it out at least to six more games, or six games, not six more. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be awesome if they I mean, extend it out to six That, that would be. Uh, <laughs> Toronto does have the theoretical momentum at this point, um, and, and I kind of, you know, I was kind of concerned about it because in, in, what, game three, they couldn't really seem to put the Warriors away and they let them kind of hang around. Uh, but the momentum is sort of in their in, in, in their realm right now, and we've seen that happen in NBA Finals where one team just sort of gets hot and goes on a roll and the other team can't do much about it. Brady Trantham, Kevin Durant comes back. What do we expect from Kevin Durant? What do you expect Monday night? If you see Kevin Durant on the floor when they tip off, uh, if, if KD comes back Monday, um, I would, I kind of agree with Madison. I want maybe it's just because I want the finals to go a little bit longer than six games. So um, if Kevin Durant does come back, um, I would probably say Golden State has a lot of success. Uh, he's Kevin Durant, and I want to go ahead and take credit for this because I don't know how to create <laughs> gifts. But if Kevin Durant comes back. And Golden State wins and forces a Game 6 in Oakland. That scene from Jurassic Park where the Raptor has them pinned and then he's about to like pounce on them and the T-Rex grabs the, the Raptor in that final scene. Someone will put Kevin Durant's face on that. Kawhi will be on the Raptor. <laughs> and uh, I want to take credit for that already, even though it, it, hasn't, it doesn't exist yet. But I don't know how to make him. So, um, yeah. If he doesn't come back, though, that is. Who would have thought that Vince Carter was a prophet when he said, it's over? Because if Kevin Durant doesn't come back, this is over. If if this series extends beyond Game Five, we have to wait till Thursday for Game Six. Even a healthier Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. There's the schedule could kind of help out Golden State in this regard because yeah, Monday in Toronto if they win, back to Oakland, few days rest, and then a Game Seven would be Sunday back in Toronto. So. You know, they got a little bit of time to, to get healthy here. What's fun about this, and, and you get to do radio during this time of year, what's going on is really we could spend time talking about Golden State with Kevin Durant, potentially without Kevin Durant. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I fully expected him to play for four. I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, Clay Thompson, uh, you know, when, when he suited up, I thought, okay, well, you know, Ke- Kevin's been walking Kevin, around. Kevin, was it uh, Kevon Looney? Yeah, <laughs> is playing, and he broke his collarbone that I heard. Yeah, and we can't get Invisiboy from <laughs> from the back there. That's where you know a lot of people are wondering: a is the injury more severe than they're letting on? You know, that's the first thing people are wondering. Uh, B is there a fracture? Of course, they keep showing videos of KD and Steph Curry talking and dapping it up back, uh, you know, in, in, in the locker room hallway and what have you. But it, this is is sort of spurred a lot of this, so it, it will be interesting to see what the actual story is because I have a feeling it will come out, whatever it is. Uh, you know, sometimes after the finals. Over. Madison, I want to get your uh, thoughts on this too. You see Kevin Durant uh, in the back, I guess backstage. Is that what it was? He have a pass. Uh, you see him back there though, dapping up. Uh, you know his teammates as they come off. And mm-hmm. at the beginning of the uh, finals, it was cool, right there, running by him and dapping. And even when they lost, it was like, okay, man, we got this, we got this. Last night, I didn't get that same feel. Yeah, I, whenever no. I watched the dap line, I just see dudes like, oh. 
Hey. Hey, <laughs> brother. Like, dude, why are you here and you're not contributing? <laughs> like, suck it up. We need you right now. I mean, I don't know if they're thinking that, but obviously they're down 3-1 right now, and then Kevin Durant is there waiting for them in the locker room or the hallway in his sweatpants and his hat and his comfy <laughs> shoes, and he's just like, what's up, fellas? And I, I would be just like, dude, like, we just dropped another game. Come on now. Like, get something together. But he's just there offering his high fives, and that's honestly the best he can offer right now. Him and Rich Kleiman, his agent, were probably just fantasizing about Nick's jerseys. Am I am I the only one that's bothered by him glued to that wall? Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, every time we see him, he's, like, glued to that wall, peering. Like, oh, oh, here they come. Here they come. I'm going to scare them. Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's just the guy is so. He's a weird dude. Just unnatural. It's weird. And I how guess. the hell did we not? OG that's... Ananobi had, like, his appendix rupture. He's on the bench with the Raptors. Where's Kevin? How did we not the see that? Eternal question. Where's oh, Kevin? Listen, I don't. I know everyone out there has had an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend, and then you see them. Uh, you know, you see them at the second row in corn, and you're like, "How the hell did I ever <laughs> date them?" You're looking at Kevin Durant. Like, how the hell did we not see that weird dude? How corn? Did, did he literally? He literally changed corn. No. Okay. No, you're absolutely right. We've we've come a long way from Kevin Durant. Like, it's a good hey, source of fiber. Yeah, <laughs> Sports Illustrated photo shoot. Make sure you get Nanai Kerstich and Tomasefalosha yeah. on it. Yes, I know it's. Um... And now he's like I said, he's imitating the guy from Grandma's Boy, where he's just <laughs> trying to be invisible against. The, I am invisible. Like what is he doing? Huh? It just looks like an idiot. He actually, and I'm trying not to do. And I'm, I, I am one of the big proponents of the Kevin Durant snake. Uh, left Oklahoma City. I'm never getting over it. If you've met me, if you've done me wrong, I'm never going to get over it. So it's just <laughs> that's how I am. But that's I see him doing that, and it just it drives me nuts that he isn't. He doesn't. It, I just I've seen so many injured superstars available for their team if they're in a suit in the second row or if they're just anywhere. Yeah. Not in blanket sweats in the back. Yeah. Against a wall. Again, the, the whole situation is just odd it is really odd and the, and, and the room i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but yeah. in the rumors that he's going to leave after this it just it sure. just combines with everything that's i mean fans are out there saying he's just protecting himself he doesn't care about the team he could play i mean and, and who knows the calf again the calf is a tricky muscle okay just like the hamstring that kept clay thompson out one game the calf is a tricky muscle if you you know if, if you don't you could easily re-injure it but again, Kevin had a teammate a few years ago that got a point that said, I've got to try to play even if I'm not my full self because my team needs me. It, it's just fascinating how Kevin's not adopting a lot of that advice right now. You know what, too? And, I, and Brady, I'll let you come in on this real quick. Um, it's really weird because the first questions that people start to ask Clay and Steph is like, you've been in this situation before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Kevin, come join in. Yes, on exactly. <laughs> we need, I guess, a, a point counterpoint yeah. on this. How do you come back from 3-1? Counterpoint, Kevin. How do you choke a 3-1 lead? Maybe you guys should join, join together, join heads. Yeah. So you just need, like, Kawhi to shoot 10 of 31 in game six? Is, is that what you're looking for? First of all, Clay, not, go and fuego yeah. from th with 30-footers. <laughs> just just go unconscious. 
John, if you're not blaming Russell Westbrook for that loss, you're not doing it right. Oh, we, what right. we've done, it was that both we've come them. full circle they, now. And, they, they both collapsed. And okay. the Serge Ibaka fouling a three-point uh, shooter is still in play. He does play for Toronto. Yes, we could still get some of that. So, uh, are both are, is everybody on this uh, on this show rooting for Serge Ibaka because of the Oklahoma City ties? I mean, I mean I, kind of. I don't know. I don't know if rooting for him is the right word, but no. I mean, I, I would be ecstatic for Serge if he uh, if he wound up getting a title after, you know, after spending the time here in OKC and. Um, Go ahead. You know, I, I, again, he's got uh, he's he's kind of tied here. He's being a fan favorite, obviously, for for so many years, and 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 helped build was part of the foundation, you know, of that Oklahoma City Thunder team on the rise. So yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fantastic for him. Brady, a lot of national guys are coming out. Ibaka's going to get a ring before Harden and Westbrook. Are you on this? Is it? Oh, I mean, mean, is that fair? You mean Carson Cunningham? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! I, is it is is it fair? Uh, yeah, he's a big part of this team. He's been a big part of Toronto for the last few seasons, and he's ma- he had a great game last night. He was one of probably him and Kawhi Leonard are one of the re- the bigger reasons why Toronto won in Oakland last night. So Serge Ibaka definitely not only deserves this ring, but if Toronto is able to finish it out. Um, he's going to be a big part of it. So good job for Serge Ibaka, um, hardworking player. Toronto Raptors world champions. Cool. Are you okay with that? I'm, I would be excited for uh, Nav Batia, the, the Sikh Toronto yeah. Raptors fan. That guy is so awesome. I remember being a kid and watching Raptors games on Sports Center, and, like, who is that guy? He's always sitting there, and you can always tell because he's wearing a turban. He sits courtside right under the, the rim. And he, he was in Oakland for these two games while Drake was not present. So who's the real super fan of the Raptors? So That's right. Shout out to Nav. Uh, excited for this guy. Drake was too busy getting fitted for someone else's jersey just in case. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to jinx Toronto by getting a Toronto jersey. <laughs> I think that's what's going on. Uh, but Okay, then, you know, we talked about this uh, during the break, John. Toronto is really they were at the in the offseason last year that close to just tearing it down. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a team that was just like a perennial disappointment. I mean, Dwayne Casey won coach of the year and they fired him. They let him go. Uh, they could have easily just pulled the plug on everything. And, and I've talked about this. You know, Masai Ujiri came in, and when he took over the Raptors team, they were not good. They were primed for a teardown for Masai to rebuild in the way he wanted to. But then they started winning suddenly. And it was like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. And, and they let it build as much as they can. Um, but then the first drop, obviously, was DeMar DeRozan uh, for uh, for Kawhi Leonard. They also moved on from Jonas Valanciunas to bring in Mark Gasol. Um, sure, you know, they could have easily said, we didn't, we didn't meet expectations. We give up. We're going to blow it up. And it's another example, yet another. We saw with Portland this year. We see with Toronto now. Um, you don't have to tear it all the way down to the ground. You can make a significant change and maybe a little bit of a risky one, but you don't always have to just blow it up if you don't meet your uh, expectations. Would you? Oh, I mean, obviously, uh, Toronto was inspired by Oklahoma City to go get Kawhi Leonard because Oklahoma City went and got Paul George. It you know, just is not going to work out for Oklahoma City the way it's worked <laughs> out for Toronto. You know, it's funny because I think uh, Sam Presti was asked about that if teams, you know, if he felt more teams were willing to do that after he did it. And, you know, Sam deflected it and said, you know, every situation's different, every team's different. Uh, and, and there is some truth to that. Um, but I think, you know, Toronto was sort of, when they made the trade for Kawhi, we just talked about how close they were to blowing it up. Well, this gave them a path. Yep. Okay, you get the superstar. If he stays, 
cool. If not, well, now you have permission to hit the reset button and people will understand. So, um, you know, it's it, it was one of those things where I think it made sense for them to take that risk because it gave them multiple options. 1077, the franchise 179 in Tulsa. I want to thank the guys out here at Maynard Ford and Okarchi for having us out. Uh, just because we're gone doesn't mean they are. Get out here. They're open until 6 tonight. Get brand new expeditions for uh, 9500 off of MSRP. Uh, remember, 60 mo- APR for 60 months. Uh, get out here. They're giving away free food. they got a bounce house. There's some shaved ice uh, from Papa Bear's. Uh, with a test drive, you get free ice and chicken. I mean, come on. That, that, that right there uh, is big time. Uh, get out here. Tractors, trucks, all that stuff. Uh, they put it on the grill. Uh, our man Shiloh uh, just killing the grill. He was uh, fantastic. Had some burgers, had some dogs out here. So a great time out here. Uh, before we get out of here, though, there's an Oklahoma basketball camp okay, going on right now. There was a big picture, as you go in, of Oklahoma basketball legends. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'll give you, there's five guys that had, like, little little tiles to themselves and a big picture of Blake Griffin. Okay? So Blake Griffin's dunking over all these guys. You got Alvin Adams, Stacey King, and Wayman Tisdale on the top tiles. Okay. On the bottom tiles, Buddy Heald, Hollis Price. Buddy Heald, Hollis Price, mainstays of Final Four teams. Mm-hmm. The legends, Adams, King, and uh, Wayman Tisdale. And then Blake is the big one. I am here to tell you that that needed to be Wayman Tisdale in the big one, and Blake moved over next to King and Adams. No, absolutely. Okay? I mean, and, and look – it's maybe it's because we're we're the olds yep. here. I, I don't know. Maybe that's it. But people people might forget what a sensation Wayman Tisdale was. You know, if if this was today, Wayman would have spent one year at OU and been gone. I mean that that he yep. would have immediately went to the NBA and 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 uh, invented sensation. Um, yeah, and of course he also made uh, he was on uh, Team USA. Uh, or, with, or what, with Barkley, yes, with Barkley. Yeah. I think he was the first three-time All-American in college basketball history. Right. Yeah, uh, just an absolute sensation. And, I mean, frankly, let's talk about it. You know, no no offense to Alvin Adams and the guys that came before OU basketball, but it was Billy Tubbs and Wayman Tisdale that started to build Billy Ball and make OU like a national product yep. in basketball. So, no, I, I, I'm with you. Wayman uh, deserves the, the, the bigger chunk of uh, space on that poster. And we're just up against it just a little bit, Brady, but where are we wrong? I mean, I know you're a Blake uh, Griffin guy. I, I will agree with, with that because I am a history nerd so i have a lot of respect for wayman tisdale what he did for not just oklahoma basketball but just basketball in the state of oklahoma a huge part of that goes to wayman tisdale but the argument could be made that wayman tisdale had the better ou career simply because he had more success over a longer period of time in his three years at ou whereas blake was there um, at ou for two seasons but blake griffin has by far the better nba career am i wrong no no, no, that's probably right. right. Yeah. So maybe that's the reason why. I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, and then also, mention, didn't they just build a building? That's what Kelly Gregg said. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> did, they, did they just pay yeah. for a building? Right, exactly. Yeah, he's 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 going to get some uh, some concessions as part of that. So I, that's just a nitpicky thing as an old. And I know a lot of people came at me and it's like, no, it's, well, it's, these, it's, these it's not guys nitpicky. Don't know. I don't think it's nitpicky at all. And I'm not an old yet. Oh, you're getting there, Brady. I know. Good job. Please hush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1077, the franchise, 1079 in Tulsa. Best friends, Jerry and John out here in Okarchi. You come out here and get a trucker tractor. Best friends, Madison and Brady back in studio. Bang up job as always, guys. Really appreciate it. As we uh, get out of here, just know the producer's show. It's next.